started this podcast with an idea to tell stories, to reflect on life in hopes that it would help someone. I thought that if I shared my story, the battles, the decisions, the tools I used to survive, someone might hear it and feel connected. A listener who might feel alone in their battle might realize that someone else out there feels the same way. Our circumstances may not be identical, but at the heart of what our wants and needs are, we're the same. We want to be happy. We want to be loved, seen, heard, valued. We need to know we are enough. Over the past 18 episodes, I have brainstormed, researched, wrote, and rewrote. I have recorded and re-recorded, hoping that what I was saying would make a difference and in some way serve others, because that was the goal. That has been my goal for years. Serve others well. Love others well. Serving others does not always come easy. It does not always come naturally. It takes work. Most days I fail more than I succeed, but I don't let it deter me. I wake up with a fresh start every day because serving others well is fulfilling and life-giving. It is what I believe we are called to do. In the Bible, you will find countless scriptures on serving. But the one that I love is 1 Peter 4.10. It says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Doesn't that verse say it all? The idea that each of us have these gifts and talents that are unique to us and that we can use them to serve others that we're all different and we all have different passions and talents that God has given us and we can use them to help each other. It is telling us that we need to look around and look within at all the gifts we have been given. We need to use these gifts to serve others. Each one of us has different gifts to offer. What gifts can you use to serve others? I'm going to start with literally telling you to look around your house. Look around your house. Look at your closets and your cabinets and your attic and your basement and your garage. Do you have an abundance of things? Because let's get real, most of us have closets that are overflowing and basements and garages and attics that are full of things. And if you're one of these people, just like me, then the next question is, Do you use all these things? Do they serve an important purpose? Do they spark joy, as the lovely Marie Kondo would say? All these things, they are gifts. They are gifts that were given to us. Even if we bought them, we had the means to buy them. Well, hopefully. Um, Lord help us with the temptation of the mighty credit card. But we can talk about that on a different episode. And this episode isn't about cleaning and organizing. This is about holding on to things that no longer serve you, but could really help someone else. 
I hope this doesn't sound judgy or harsh, but come on, do we really need all this stuff? And I'm not throwing out these questions from up here on my high horse. I am speaking just as much to myself as I am to you. Because this girl can shop. I like to have new clothes and buy things for my home. I like things that are on sale and getting a deal. I love to buy stuff for my boys. But something happened over this pandemic. I stopped shopping wasn't by choice. It was because we could no longer just go into stores easily. But it was wonderful. I stopped buying clothes and stuff. That habit of just dropping into stores, it was no longer an option. And we were home. And honestly, we had everything we needed. Because I didn't need a new outfit just to go to the kitchen. I didn't need to fill my home with new things. What I realized was my home just needs to be a safe and comfortable place. And I only wanted to have the things I truly loved and that serve me now. I decluttered and donated a lot of things, but I am embarrassed to admit our garage is still full of stuff. Stuff we think we might use someday, stuff that people gave us, stuff we just threw in there and forgot about. But this fall, I'm going in, and I'm cleaning out. There are things in there someone could really use. Someone else could love. Because let's be honest, these things that we have stored in attics, garages, closets, basements, storage units, they are gifts we are holding on to, when really, it is time to let them be a gift to someone else. Let us serve others by sharing what we have, especially the stuff we're not even using. Okay, don't feel overwhelmed. Don't start feeling like you don't even know where to start. You are not ready to Marie Kondo your house. You don't have to. Start small. Start with a drawer. Start with a closet. And instead of feeling like You're just throwing this stuff away. Envision the people that could find these things and it could bring them so much joy and it could bring them so much happiness and that it could be something that they have been searching for and couldn't afford, but now that you donated it, it's there. All right, so we looked around. Now let's look within. Those beautiful gifts you carry around with you every day, let's look at those. Your smile, your personality, your talents and wisdom. These gifts, these God-given gifts, are what make you unique, special, and valuable. Each one of us has them, and that includes you. I mean it, I'm talking to you, the person that's hearing this right now, that they're thinking, I don't know what gifts I have. I see you doubting yourself, but you have passions and talents and skills that the world needs. If you aren't sure what they are, ask a friend. Ask the people who love you. I bet they can tell you all the wonderful things you are good at. 
And if you don't feel comfortable asking someone to help you figure out your gifts and talents, then I suggest praying. Ask God to show you the unique gifts that make you you. Then keep your eyes and ears open for what he reveals to you. And now that you are armed with your talents and gifts, get out there. Share these gifts. Volunteer somewhere that sparks something in you. There are support groups, services, shelters, nonprofit organizations for almost every need you can think of. If you love animals, volunteer at a shelter. If you feel connected to veterans, team moms, the homeless, those struggling with food insecurity, addiction, domestic abuse, whatever it is, reach out and see how you could serve them. And if you're thinking right now you don't have time, I hear you. But I promise you that even if you carve out only one hour a month to serve, it could do more for your life than the 40 hours you spend at work. Because there's a secret. There is a secret that people who serve others know about. But we kind of feel embarrassed to share it. But I'm going to let you in on it. Serving others does more for yourself than it does for the person you are serving. I'm going to say it again. The secret is serving others does more for yourself than it does for the person you are serving. For the past year and a half, I have volunteered for an amazing organization. I'd like to give a shout out to Operation 143, located in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. If you are interested in donating to their organization, they address the issue of childhood hunger, and it is an amazing organization that works with communities and schools, and they take care of the need of feeding children for the weekend. And... What I volunteer to do is one day every other week, I drive around my community delivering food. I drop off bags filled with food that should feed these children through the weekend. I have had the privilege of seeing kids drag these bags inside, sometimes too heavy for them to carry, but they smile and wave. Parents saying thank you and God bless I feel their gratitude. I know as a parent that it is an immense blessing to know that they have food for their children. But selfishly, selfishly for me, there is so much more going on. For me, delivering this food gets me out of my own head, helps me take my eyes off of my own life and problems. My focus is in someone else, which is so good for my mental health. Why? Because I realize I'm not alone in this world. Each one of us is struggling with something, and we need each other. And there are amazing people in this world who are giving of their time and gifts to help you, to help me. 
Volunteering fills my heart, reminds me that the world is good and full of good people, that my community is an extension of my home, and we are all in this together. My faith in people has grown through volunteering, and it has made me happy and fulfilled. There is a great Mr. Roger quote where he says, When I was a boy, I would see scary things in the news. My mother would say to me, Look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. Isn't that so true? For me, when I think about this quote, I think of 9-11. It is the most powerful example in my lifetime of looking for helpers. I remember watching the destruction and the tragedy unfold. And then watching the people, the first responders, running towards the buildings to help. It is a scene that is burned in my memory. And how often do we see it with hurricanes and natural disasters and how people who have no connection to that area will drive in with water and food. There's mission trips, mission trips that are planned to areas struggling to recover where people give time and energy to help rebuild. People helping people. That is the beauty of humanity. That is serving others well. Our nation is in crisis right now. We all know it. We need to find ways to unite, to help others, to serve others well, to see the connection between us. And I am looking for the helpers right now. And it feels like it's taking some work to find them, but they are there. Look, you don't have to sign up with some big charity or organization and volunteer your time if that is not what works for you right now. There are so many great ways to help others. You can serve others well on a daily basis. It's as simple as holding a door for someone, smiling. You can offer to help carry groceries. You can reach out to a friend, drop off a meal, Send a card just to say you care. You can offer to help a new mom by babysitting so that lady can go to Target or just take a shower and a nap. You can buy extra groceries and drop off the donation at a food pantry. Or you can clean out that closet and donate it to Goodwill. Those things, that stuff, it could spark so much joy for someone else. There are countless little things you can do each day to serve others. Just keep your eyes open. And if you see a need, then reach out and offer help. You have gifts and talents the world needs. Share them. You won't be just helping someone else. You will be nurturing a part of you that was designed to be fulfilled by serving others. Thank you for listening today. Next week is our season one finale. I can't believe it. I can't believe we are hitting episode 18. I have so many emotions, gratitude. I feel inspired by your support and the response. 
You have all been amazing. And if you are just starting to listen, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you have a minute to rate and review, it really helps. Lately, I've been to keep growing. You can find us on Facebook at Lately I've Been Podcast and on Instagram at lately.i've.been. And I hope you will meet me back here next Wednesday as we wrap up season one with a great talk. Thank you so much for listening.